Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Alan Kenny, host of the Blatant Homerism podcast, part of Sooner Sports Radio and the V Sporto Network. Spring football kicks off this weekend. Bob Stoops had his uh, first pre-spring press conference today uh, talking about some of the latest developments with the team. So I'm going to bring on the skinny to uh, rap about uh, everything that's going on and preview what uh, we're looking forward to most about spring ball. So go ahead, bring him in. Skin, what's up? Oh, not much. Uh, you know, looking forward to March here. we got spring football and a uh, little NCAA tournament and some better weather, so... Things are looking up. Yeah, so how are you feeling about Oklahoma heading into the big dance? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's about like every team outside of, you know, Duke and, uh, oh, Kentucky. You know, it's uh, it, you know if they shoot well and they play well, they can beat just about anybody. But, you know, they could also lose to just about anybody. So, um, but, you know, I mean, uh, I, I think uh, Kruger's done a nice job, so. Yeah, that, uh, that Iowa State game the other night was such a kick in the teeth, man. Because, oh, it was. Uh, Man, I mean, they had that, you know. So it's one of those things where you look at it and you say, well, I mean, the good part is they were up 20 at one point. The bad part is that they botched it, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're still at that level as a team where, you know, you can you see a lot of good, but, you know, they're just not quite good enough to, um, oh, to be a really good team all the time. Yeah, it feels like they kind of come and go with Spangler and Woodard. If those two guys are on their game, they're in good shape. But uh, when they when they struggle, that that's when uh, they seem to get into trouble. Yeah, and I'd almost rather see them go in as like a four seed. You know, there's a lot of talk about a three seed for them, and like I, I don't know. To me, that just screams pressure. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Maybe they they're in a better spot. They were what? A, were they a four or a five last year? Uh, I can't. I think it was the five. Yeah, five thirteen. I, I think, but maybe they even got a four. I, I don't recall. Yeah, they just they they do need though to uh, get in there and uh, get a couple wins because this is the year to do it. No doubt. So anyway, we've got spring ball kicking off here this weekend on Saturday. I believe is the first practice. Uh, you know, spring football is always a weird one because we just don't, uh, as fans, we really don't get to see much. Uh, you know, I mean, really, all we get in, in, in the media, also, all we get are those. Um, you know, is the spring game. But, um, you know, I guess it seems like, God, there are a ton of stories coming into, uh, coming into this season. But if you had to pick the one that is the most interesting or, or one thing that you're most interested in hearing about or finding out about, um, what would it be? Well, I mean, I, I think the I'm going to go with the obvious answer and just say quarterback. I mean, uh, you know, rare in Stoops' tenure that, that we've gone into – off seasons, not knowing who the quarterback was going to be, or mm-hmm. not having a good idea, and uh, and 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 when we have, it's generally been two guys, you know, like a, a Paul Thompson, Rhett Bomar kind of thing. And, and in this case, I mean, I I think you have three, for sure, probably even a fourth, um, that that are all going to have a shot at this. So I you know, and I, I'm not one that thinks it's, it's just kind of a. a 
predetermined thing that they're going to go with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, uh, Stoops was saying today that, uh, you, you know, you, I, I mean, it's kind of obligatory with him that you have to say that the, every job's open, so to speak, and everything, you know, but he did mention that uh, Justin Hansen will get a shot at it too. So, I mean, you know, Justice Hansen. So you got four there that, uh, you know, are, I guess, you know, competing. I, I have a hard time seeing him winning it. Um, but again, I haven't really seen that much of him. We haven't, nobody's really seen anything of him. Uh, I, have you gone back and watched any of Baker Mayfield or did you watch any of him from when he was playing at Texas Tech? Yeah, no, I mean, I haven't gone back to watch anything, but I, I certainly saw him, um, you know, a, a good amount at Tech. And I don't know, like, I, I thought he was a pretty good player, but I, I don't necessarily know that I'm ready to kind of to pin all our hopes. Uh, based on the guy, you know, that we saw a couple years ago. Yeah, you know, I, I think it, I, I heard today, I guess on the radio, Dusty Dvorak said something like, if you if you put truth serum in the OU coaches, they'd say that uh, Mayfield's going to win the job. You know, I, I'll be interested to see it. Uh, it's kind of funny. I guess there was a uh, story that Jason Kersey did uh, in the Oklahoman a couple days back talking about uh, – you know, kind of uh, Mayfield's background, and you know, he interviewed a lot of his, you know, uh, coach from high school and whatnot, and they all think, you know, he's got a good shot winning the job or something. And I just said something like, "I'm, I'm somewhat skeptical about it," and uh, I go back to my Twitter the next day, and uh, all of a sudden, Baker Mayfield himself is going through and uh, favoring all the tweets where I was saying, you know, talking about uh, my my doubts about him, you know. So maybe he's the kind of guy that'll be fueled by the haters. Yeah, well, you know, he's also the the guy, at least for fans, that they haven't seen yet, right? So, I mean, they they know what they have in, in at least two of the other guys. So it, that that always makes you the uh, the most popular candidate. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, do you think uh, do you think Trevor Knight still has anything left in the tank? Or gosh, I don't know. I mean, it just it, you know, especially with the system. You know, going the direction it is with with the air raid and everything. I I don't know. I I would put him as kind of the third guy right now. But you know, I guess stranger things have happened. Yeah, I'll be interested. Uh, you know, the thing with the thing with Knight too, that that injury was just so scary. I mean, you kind of wonder if that doesn't mess with him uh, mentally. Yeah, and I, I do think too. I, I just kind of wonder if the coaches aren't. Kind of seeing something similar to the fans, but like you know, the guy—he's had a year and a half of starts, right? And, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe a shade under that. But you know, I, I just think they've kind of seen the body of work there and and know that it's it's not good enough. Yeah, you know, I go back and forth on that. Um, I think that last year he was so hamstrung by the receivers. I mean, I was I was stunned at, at just how bad. The receivers played last year, and so I, I wonder. You know, I'm going to be interested to see how he does in the in the air raid. You know, going back looking at some of his high school film stuff. I mean, this is similar to uh, you know what he was doing there. Now he's still not. He's not a Landry Jones or or, or Sam Bradford that who were just so super accurate. I mean, he still doesn't have that. But um, you know, he kind of came to. He kind of started generating buzz back around the time when OU was playing Texas A&M in the uh, Cotton Bowl. And they asked him to, uh, you know, play the role of Johnny Manziel on the scout team. And they talked about how nobody could stop him. And, 
you know that is kind is a lot that kind of system is a lot closer to uh what OU is going to be running this year than what they have been the last couple years uh you know where you can do a, there's a little bit more room for sandlot it feels like uh in what uh in what Riley bring, is bringing yeah that that's a good point you know i guess other other questions that uh that are kind of hanging out there um i mean you know i i look at it and i wonder defensively uh, who are going to be you know they really need to figure out what they're going to do i think in the in the secondary particularly at safety oh yeah i completely agree i mean uh you know as as much as the offense struggled at times last year i mean i i can't help but just think back about last year and and be far more frustrated with the performance of the defense and have far less optimism mm-hmm. um that that they can put it together uh, this year than the defense and, and in particular the secondary. I mean, I think there are some nice pieces there and, um, you know, they, they could, they could certainly improve, but, uh, I think that's just a case where the jury is definitely still out. Yeah. I mean, do you have any thoughts on, uh, you know, there's talk now that they're going to move, potentially move Mike Stoops, uh, move him off the field and up into the press box. I mean, is that, uh, I understand the rationale behind that, uh, but I mean, do you feel like that is uh, that's a smart move? I mean, or or do you think that that's something they need to do? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that kind of thing is uh, to me. I don't see that as as uh, as really significant at this point. I mean, on the field, off field. I mean, I, I don't know if it, if it signifies more. And, and I guess I don't know too. I mean, because I know a lot of that talk when they promoted Montgomery. Um, but, you know, I kind of wonder if that's still going to be the case. But I, to me, I, I don't see that as a huge issue. I don't know if you do. Yeah, I think a lot of that, I wonder, you know, the, the talk is spurred kind of by Mike's uh, sideline demeanor, so to speak, um, which to me is kind of a weird reason to make that move. Um, I mean, if he can't, I mean, that's that's a real issue if it's to the point where you have to separate him from the team during the game. I I don't know. I, I feel like that I, I go back and forth as to whether or not that's a good thing. Uh, you know, you'd hope that he could, if it is a problem, you'd hope that, that Mike would be the one that could kind of, uh, you know, get himself in check, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it certainly was not a pretty uh, episode, uh, you know, with himself and uh, Julian Wilson in that Baylor game. Certainly, just it just didn't reflect well on anybody and sort of summed to me it, it to me it told it told the story really well and um i don't know i mean mike stoops has kind of been mike stoops on the sideline for years i mean but you know again that, that thing is kind of becoming less acceptable so yeah that's i mean that seems to be the uh the kind of overwhelming thought about it is that the players today don't really they don't really uh react very well to that I guess, you know, other questions then would be, you know, I thought the receivers last year were just, you know, fell, fell so short. So I'm wondering, I mean, who are some of the guys that you you think might end up kind of stepping up and playing a, a bigger role? You know, last year we saw a lot of K.J. Young. We saw a lot of Deron Neal. Um, and and Micaiah Quick was another one. I, I was underwhelmed, I think, by uh, by what they eventually produced. Oh yeah, I mean, there's uh, 
you know, there's no doubt. And you, you know, it's also telling with with what they, how they finished up recruiting that they, you know, uh, the coaches have felt the same way about the guys they had brought in and developed there. And I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I haven't seen him play, but you know, everything you hear about D. Westbrook is really positive. And uh, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of look at him and uh, and uh, Quick as probably the two guys at this point that um, you know I, I could probably see having the biggest impact. I mean. KJ Young was really, really underwhelming. Um, you know, Deron Neal is is okay, but you know, I I I see him as maybe being a guy that gets gets some playing time, but but gets passed up. Yeah, um, he seems like the kind of guy that needs to maybe like catch the ball on the run and stuff. I mean, he's not your prototypical necessarily down the field receiver, from what I can tell. Um, you know, Westbrook is the guy that that obviously everybody's going to be really interested in seeing this spring. I'll be interested to see where they play him. You know, uh, if you start looking at it, I mean, they don't have a lot of uh, kind of like big-bodied guys. You know, those kinds of uh, jump ball type receivers. A guy like Meade or a guy like uh, Dallas Todd. You know, I wonder if those guys eventually work their way into uh, into the rotation out there on the outside to give them, uh, you know, a, more of a downfield uh, presence, you know? Yeah, that's right. You know, and I actually, uh, you brought up me, I actually kind of forgot about him, uh, you know, as well as uh, Andrews, which I guess they're moving him to tight end. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I forgot about those guys. Yeah, you know, I mean, this offense doesn't really, I mean, the tight end is, I mean, it's more of a kind of stand-up kind of, uh, Andrews could be an interesting one there. I mean, he had so much, he had just tons of promise, you know, and, uh, he's clearly bulked up. I think he's, you know, weighing in at close to 240 pounds. So, uh, that'll be, that'll be an interesting one. And if he can get, if he can play kind of that inside tight end position, you get, uh, yeah, uh, Westbrook maybe playing the, uh, slot receiver. You still got Shepard on the outside. I mean, you definitely got something to work with there. And then if you can find one more outside receiver, you might be, uh, you might really have something to, to work with there. Yeah. You know, and I, I also wonder too, if, if the offensive, uh, oh, you know, the, the scheme change, uh, will, will be a benefit to some of these guys. Yeah. You'd hope so. I mean, it certainly should be less complicated. I mean, these, this is the kind of offense that's designed to be installed in like three days. Yeah, exactly. Then, uh, you know, tons of repetition. So, uh, you know, the other interesting one, uh, Joe Mixon, everybody's going to want to see what he's up to and how he looks. Um, Stoop said today that uh, he won't be playing in the spring game, although he will be practicing. Um you know, it, to me, that's just kind of a. He's, I think he said that that was a condition of his suspension, but uh, I'm not. Uh, you know, I, I, it sounds to me like a pretty good way also to limit his media exposure. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, agreed. And you know, it's interesting with you know uh, coming in a, a year later now and and thinking about Mixon and what a huge recruit and, and talent he's supposed to be and. To me, it's at this point. It's I mean, I, don't, I not to say I don't care, but I mean, to me, you know, they're pretty loaded at running back. Clearly, uh, I, I just see way bigger issues on this team. So I guess I see him as gravy. And you know, if if he didn't work out for whatever reason, it's uh, you know, they'll be just fine at tailback. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's that's a perfectly perfectly good point. I mean, you know, Keith Ford is uh, back and probably you know, hopefully at one hundred percent. Uh, I mean, of course, P. Ryan uh, will be getting, I assume, the bulk of the carries back there. 
uh, Alex Ross, who I thought was kind of maybe uh, underutilized or wasn't maybe necessarily used in the the right way last year because uh, he has some some serious uh, breakaway ability. And then also, I mean, they've been talking a lot about Rodney Anderson, really talking up uh, him already. You know, he's only been there for uh, you know a couple months, but apparently he's just killing it. So there's a lot there, you know, and. Uh, Mixon actually might end up uh, doing more damage at receiver or, you know, kind of splitting out, I think, than anything else. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he at least, uh, you know, in the high school film and things, so that he, he's a guy that can catch the ball on the backfield. So uh, I, I could see that. And, I mean, you have to think they're going to try to find, with with their options at receiver and just how low they are at running back, you have to think they're going to find a way to, Get those guys some uh, some more carries, some more touches, I should say. So, looking uh, back over at the defense, um, you know, the, I think that Stoop said today they're going to experiment with some more stuff with Striker. That stuff seemed to be kind of hit or miss last season. Um, one thing I'm wondering about though is who's going to be the guy in that three four that replaces Striker? Uh, you know, who who's his backup? I mean. Uh, do you have any thought? Do you see anybody on the roster that could that could step in and take that role? I mean, honestly, the guy that seems closest to him is Jordan Evans, and they've got him playing inside right now. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not sure. You know, I, I guess I don't know as much about the two linebackers that are, uh, you know, the the two freshmen. But the, you know, then again, you were relying on freshmen. But I mean, no, I mean, and, and uh, yeah, linebacker depth is, is certainly an issue, and. Um, but I, no, that's a great question, and I guess maybe Jordan Evans would be my top pick without having seen the two freshmen. Yeah, you know, uh, Ricky DeBerry is, you know, I think, I know he was recruited as an outside guy. I can't see that holding up. And then, you know, I'm also wondering if they're going to move around with the, Ahmad Thomas. I just, he was, he struggled so much last year, and it's stuff that I just don't know if you can correct it. Oh yeah, no doubt. And you know, the, back to striker real quick. I mean, uh, you know, he's obviously everyone knows he's, he's a great pass rusher. Uh, but but the, you know, kind of a liability and certainly in coverage and, and some other areas. And then you know, you see later in the year and you see teams oh you up go against the Baylor's of the world and he couldn't get a pass rush because I mean they're, they're getting rid of the ball so quickly and you know and, and also you know he really only has the one move that I know that's mm-hmm. been well chronicled but. You know, as much as I, I love strikers, you know, sometimes you just wonder about have, have offenses figured him out and, and limited his effectiveness. Yeah, I mean, you saw either they were spraying the field quite a bit, you know, going with a lot of those wide splits like what uh, Kansas State and TCU did where he really, they really had to take him pretty far away from, from, uh, from the quarterback. Or, you know, you saw, for example, Baylor was, was running those max protect looks where they got the ball out quick so he didn't have a chance to get after him. And then... You know, they were also keeping six, seven guys in the block. I mean, you know, it, it was just kind of a cascading deal, too, because though you couldn't couldn't cover anybody. So, I mean, exactly. looking at looking at the secondary, I think I feel I mean, obviously I feel fine about Sanchez. He's a he's a, a mainstay. There's no no issue there. And I feel pretty good after last season about Stephen Parker. I know he had his struggles early on, but I mean, he was he was playing as a true freshman and. You know, is the kind of thing which 
where he was, you know, kind of pressed into service because they absolutely had to have him. It wasn't like a, a situation where he was passing guys up. I mean, he could have certainly used a little bit of time to uh, get his feet wet and everything first before he really had to jump in there. But I feel pretty good about him. But, you know, if they're going to be playing a lot of nickel coverage, that's three other spots, and I'm still not necessarily sold on the other guys. Yeah, uh, me either. I mean, it's just, it's hard to even go back and look out, you know, outside of Sanchez. It's hard to go back last year and even, you know, to really even think which one of these guys has any potential. I mean, uh, certainly there has to be somebody, but it's just that secondary was was so, so awful. Um, You know, and I really don't know that, you know, you mentioned Mont Thomas. I don't know I saw a lot of Bird either. Um, You know, kind of agree with you on Stephen Parker, and, you know, you have to wonder if they're uh, not going to give a shot to one of these guys that's coming in. Yeah, which is is trouble. I mean, just based on how it looked, you know, last year with Parker having so many kind of uh, growing pains. I just, oh gosh, man, it's uh, that one's a, a tough one, tough one for me to figure out what they're going to do. Uh, did you? What, did you, what were your thoughts on uh, Jordan Thomas at uh, at corner? I mean, do you think that he's uh, got a legitimate start, shot to uh, you know take take over that spot opposite Sanchez? Uh, you know, I don't know. You know, it's always hard when you're looking at a freshman because of the growing pains and such. But I didn't necessarily see a guy. I don't know. I, I saw a guy that maybe could grow into uh, an okay, you know, kind of D1 or, you know, kind of Big 12 mm-hmm. corner one day. But, you know, I, do, I don't know that he's a guy that you're really pinning your hopes on um, yeah. at that opposite corner spot. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. I mean, I just don't, man. I, you'd hope, I mean, to me, the biggest concern, maybe even more so with, the Mike, with Mike Stoops than people's issues with his schemes i i think he was kind of had you know was kind of just working with hands dealt but the one thing that does concern me is how few of these guys have developed under him you know the guys like stan von taylor the guys like hatari bird there these guys were pretty well well regarded coming out of school and you know now you barely hear a word about taylor uh you know as making a run at that other corner job yeah, really odd. I mean, I think people really thought a lot of him. And, uh, you know, th- something must be going on there. You know, you, and you see this, and I don't know that it's, maybe it's just because I follow you, but it, it, something happens everywhere. But you just see certain guys that, for whatever reason, you think you're going to seem to get into the doghouse and you think they're going to play, and they, they just don't. And um, sometimes it's hard to explain. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we'll pour a little out too for Cortez Johnson. He's uh, he's gone, <laughs> according to Steve. Surprise, today. surprise! <laughs> yeah, go- between him and uh, Quincy Russell, they came in at the same time, right? Everybody was thinking like, "Oh, God, we need these guys. They're gonna be, they're gonna save us." <laughs> and they just, I mean, never, nothing panned out. Neither of them produced anything. Yeah, you know, like the transfer thing is is. It's kind of boom and bust, and I feel like it's, for whatever reason, more often bust yeah. than not, you know, at least in football. And, you know, you have to wonder sometimes if there's a reason got certain guys don't work out. Yeah. You know, where they were and they transfer. I don't know. Yeah. Now, I guess the word is that uh, 
OU might have a shot with this kid who's transferring from Notre Dame, uh, Hegarty. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So uh, that's uh, I, I think it was Football Brainiac said that that he's that, that he's one of the OU is one of the three schools that he's considering, and I think I think that. Cooks was his recruiter at Notre Dame, maybe or something. Oh like yeah, that. I didn't think about that. So I uh, I don't know, but uh, anyway, I guess that's just one thing to look at, and that's another place where OU's you know going to be uh, sliding in a lot of guys. Uh, you know, with you know, Daryl Williams and Tyrus Thompson gone, plus uh, Savage, plus Shed. I mean, that's that's losing a lot. You know, I mean, you know, you can you can count obviously Ty Darlington. And you can count uh, Nilakasatati, I guess, as a returning starter. He played so much, but then, I mean, the other positions there—they just—they just—they're very, very green. Yeah, and you know, to me, that's one of the bigger—that's to me, that's the biggest concern on offense because I, I think they can find a quarterback that can do the job, and, and I think the receivers will be better. But they lose a lot on that offensive line, and you know, it's just such a critical position. Yeah. Now, you know, one of the upshot, one of the upsides of uh, of this offense, this new air raid, is that you know it makes things a little bit easier on linemen. Um, so maybe they can uh, you know, buy some time there. But they've got some talent too. I mean, you know, Frizon uh, is supposed to be just uh, tearing it up, and uh, you know, it sounds like Jamal Danley will probably get in there and uh, and do pretty well at guard, but. Uh, there's just it's just one of those things where the that level of uncertainty is just always never makes you feel good about about such a key uh, position group. So okay, let's say spring practice ends. We're coming out of it. We we watch the we watch the spring game. We see everything. I mean, what would be like the if if X happened? What would make you feel best about the upcoming season? You know, if we at the end of spring, if we could say definitively, you know, like X, like, oh, they've got a starting quarterback or, you know, what have you, what, what would it be? I, you know, again, I, I go back to what I mentioned earlier. I mean, I, I kind of think they'll be able to find a quarterback. And I know that's a big one. Uh, but the, it, I, to me, I, I just keep going back to the defense being the bigger issue here. And if you told me they could find a, you know, a couple safeties and a corner, I mean, I, I think I would end up feeling, pretty good about this team going to next year yeah i'm with you uh, or you know if you if you if you hear if you hear if the talk is stuff like okay you know ahmad thomas really starting to kind of get it or uh hatari bird is starting starting to pick things up uh i worry that if they're going in next year where they're basically just counting on one of these freshmen to step in and play immediately that just sounds like trouble to me uh you know if it's a case where a guy can come in and actually win the job uh that I'd feel a lot better um and you know I think for me I'm just going to be I I'm really going to be watching the receiver group outside of uh outside outside the secondary like you mentioned I'm going to be keeping a real close eye on the receivers um because given the kind of offense that they're installing right now if they can't get those guys right it could be I mean it doesn't really matter who the quarterback is yeah, agreed. Agreed. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks a lot for coming on to uh, talk spring ball, man. I'll have you on again soon enough. We'll uh, talk a little bit more about the Sooners once we get a little bit better idea of what's going on. Sounds good. Look forward to it.
All right, thanks me, thanks to the Skinny for joining us, and thank you all for joining us too for the Blatant Homers and Podcast. I'm Alan Kenny. Take it easy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.